Armin Show, episode 138, 2018, representing for the year. Glad to have you here. Listeners, what I want to mention in this episode is, well, two things. Value of discipline, always there. Second thing, when I communicate, my specific form is broader, larger view, open scale. So if I present a story, the way I think about things is not specifically that person or that example or that location, but all people similar to that, all locations like that. This is how I think about things. So it'll never be specific to person X, location X, place X, event X. And this method of communication is not the most common kind by any form. Because usually it's like, Chris made fun of me. I didn't like it. I don't like Chris. And that's how stories go. But if I was describing it, in my head I'd be thinking Chris represents the type of person who is like Chris. Those people. Making fun of a person comes from lack of self-esteem. What generates it? Why did it come towards me? How did I bring it to the table? So the way I'm describing things always includes variables. All the variables of the moment taking out ego and specificities. I don't actually exist, per se. And so to give myself too much weight in this regard is not my style. Therefore, in my stories, that's reflected, and that's how I see them. But then I have also figured out over time that stories resonate with many when they involve those details. Like if I try to include them in, the stories are much more liked. People are like, oh, I get it. Oh, this, because that person was jealous of this. or This was caused by hit. So it's much more translatable to tell a story in such a way. This also is related to the concept. Much of my communications in my existence have not been received the way I meant them. And a lot of stuff that I've seen in the public, I react to it in a a different way than almost every other person. My main example is YouTube videos. When I watch them and I relate with the protagonist in the video or what's happening or I like something in it, almost never are the comments positive. The amount of times where I really like the guy in the video, and then I go to the comments, and they're like, that guy's a jerk. What a jerk. What a terrible person. It's been a lot. Almost every time that happens. So, I don't match up with the majority of responses. And I mean a lot. Like, sometimes there'll be 70 comments, and one was similar to how I think. And a lot were supporting an alternate view, which is good, but it does not fit me properly, which is no problem. Separate from this, 
when I present a message, I'm presenting it through the context of meta, you know, the larger view. So it, this is going to bore a lot of people. They're going to be like, get to the details. And I'm not trying to get to the details. Dr. Robin Hansen of the Elephant in the Brain communicates in this way on his website. And he has details upon details of how people communicate. Abstraction to it. He's not including specifics, but more the broader theme. And the comments he gets back, I, I'm pretty sure he feels the same way I feel when I see them. Like they're completely missing the main point and they almost want to put in details that weren't there in the first place just like make us make the story more human robin and so i think that's a big chunk of his existence is the fact that that's not how he comes across normally and then he has to adjust to people which is why it is much more supported societally to blend in go with the flow because when you don't go with the flow you have to do all this explaining and who wants to do a bunch of explaining I'd say very few people usually when you're explaining things aren't good because if things are flowing you don't need to explain they just flow yes storytelling is key and storytelling needs to include what the person listening wants to hear about so there is something to engaging your audience appropriately. And then there is something to being your natural self and presenting what you actually value. And maybe describing it after the fact. I guess the broader theme of what I'm describing here is communication issues and how to either work through them or work past them. Yeah. Okay. So the next message I want to describe is that we as people have an opportunity to do things in the way that suits us. And if we don't do it that way, well, guess what? Now we're falling into the world's framework. Like, for example, here, Armin recording a podcast episode, right? Policeman just drove by, and he's probably thinking, what the heck? who records a podcast in the dark at a laptop on the street. Almost nobody. But I gave him that knowing look, you know, that kind that's like, hey, man, this is what people are doing now in 2018. Let's make it happen. And then he gave me that knowing look of like, I don't know what this knowing look means. And uh, I don't understand. You don't make any sense. And if you record for too long, I'm going to come and cite you for not being a regular person. So, classic citation there. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not actually true about the, you know, the looks we gave each other. None of that happened. But in an alternate dimension, that communication occurred. And we were like, I was like, I'm doing the episode. And he's like, yeah, man, you do your thing. Because that makes sense. And it's great that you're recording content I'm not gonna u-turn and give you a ticket so we're pretty we're pretty we're pretty good with each other but yes back to the point I was presenting you got to do things as you the world might actually work with you as long as it's not heavily damaging to others 
your way just might be the way of the future. And if you don't do it, it's almost insulting to yourself and the future where things are going. Try and listen to your inner voice. The moment you ignore it is the moment you're running out of time. That's a deep message right there. I'm going to repeat that one. The moment you ignore your inner voice is the moment you're, quote, running out of time. There's an expiration date to ignoring your inner voice. And there's a tick, 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 tick. You messed up. So instead of getting to the point where you messed up, you want to get to the point where you feel good. You're like, I'm following my own criteria. It's a nice feeling. The last point I want to bring up on this podcast is that consistency is something you have to... It's valuable, but it's worthwhile because you have to have two layers of it. When you do something consistently, that means you're going to do way more over time than you would have done normally. That's when it's key to look at things individually. I don't know if I mentioned this, but yeah, so like my podcast is every day, but what I should do is each post I do or each guest episode might be a new one coming soon. Uh, I should look at it like as if I woke up, had no podcast and made a podcast episode from scratch because then you see the real value of what you're providing, how you're bringing it to the table, the amount of stuff that you're doing in a short period of time. You want to analyze it that way. If you just get used to something being in place, well, you're always going to take that as an automatic part of existence when it's not. Even the breaths that you breathe are not an automatic part of existence, though they are pretty involuntarily done by the body. A lot of good feedback on this one. I'll close up the episode there. Information has been sent out to y'all the listeners uh it has been episode 138 we are out